What's up, Kryptonians? It's time for Krypton episode four, Voice of Rao, where we get to see a little bit more of Rao than just his voice. And Lyda is um, in question for treason, and Seg has been taken captive, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Percocet, Miley Percocet, Percocet, <laughs> I love the cave bear. Chase some shit. Never chase a bitch. Never chase a mask on. That's right. The mask, mask comes off this week, you guys. Like I said, you guys. The voice of Rao's mask is off, and things are going down. Transpired. Yes. <laughs> We've got so much in this episode, you guys. But before we get into it, let me introduce myself. I'm Steph Sabron. I'm joined by two lovely people. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, everybody. My name is Super Tony. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yep. And I'm Candace Cruz. I don't have anything spectacular about that. Other right than there. her. She's just spectacular oh, in general. Thank you. I love it. Well, this episode, we have so much to talk about. This episode was so good. I think it was my favorite of the season so Mm -hmm. far. Mm -hmm. The voice of Rao. He's struggling to maintain his control while House of X is kind of plotting. It isn't kind of. They are plotting against him. Straight plotting. (laughs) Straight coup right there. (laughs) (laughs) The voice of Rao calls for Nova Day to be moved up. And we get our first look of Black Zero-ish associates. Possibly. Um, Not confirmed. Yeah, not confirmed. Kind of confirmed. Or denied. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> true. You're right. You're also right. <laughs> you cannot confirm nor deny. There you go. Yes. But um, they're, they're fishy. They're fishy. Right? Yes. So we'll be hitting um, the Nova Cycle, Ona, and Voice of Rouse, and then ta- and we'll move to Seg and his whole gang, um, and then Black Zero, S, can't confirm or deny, and then Lida, accused of treason, House of Zod, and House Vex. And kind of um, their motives moving forward. So before we get into that, what were your guys' just initial thoughts of this episode? Oh, yeah, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. We saw some little action. We saw some creepy crawly also action going into Nose. Thought that was pretty cool. I like a little horror element to my shows. Nasty. So it was a nice little, yeah, it was a nice little nasty bit I like. That, that one threw me off. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle that. My <laughs> nose started twitching the whole time. But I loved this episode so much because I felt like, the other episodes were amazing, but I felt like now seeing this episode, we don't have any more backstory that we need to establish. Now we're just in the like depths of everything. We're you know to what the I mean? Yeah. Like the thick of it. We don't have to like establish characters as much. We don't have to kind of establish like the storyline. At the beginning, it's more like we're just in all of it. Yeah, I agree. The really first cool. two episodes were really good world building, and yes. they're still doing that. I think this is why this show is really strong mm-hmm. and why it definitely should keep moving forward as a series in general but now like you said we get to see actually more development with like voice of Rao where we're like who the Mm -hmm. heck is this guy behind this mask he's still creepy but creepy mask yeah very creepy mask looks very clunky yeah (laughs) (laughs) how do you how do you look dude can he ever just look down or else just be like whoop (laughs) I have so many questions about him still I feel like that would just be so hot yeah Yeah. just saying like how like 
How sweaty is your face, like, on At average? Time. Oh, my gosh, I would break out so bad. Anyways, right. we, we digress, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, but I agree. We get more a little more of him, but I will say that I would love moving forward. I still want more kind of back information on Voice of Rao. Like, yeah. how did mm-hmm. he get there? Has he been the one since um, Val-El was thrown off the cliffs yeah. into yeah. the space world. So um, we he has the Nova cycle moved up at, because there's been like discourse within the rankless group and he's trying mm-hmm. to get organization back. And I think it's really interesting. We saw it last episode with like class struggles and now we're bringing in like religious struggles mm-hmm. and the way that it's used for power. And it's re- like, what do you guys think is going on? Because now we see that Darren Vex isn't, he must not really be a believer like do you guys think a lot of this religion is a hoax i i think to an extent i think everyone always wants like in general human beings want to believe in something Mm -hmm. and believe in something bigger than themselves and like even um rao as we see like the voice of rao whenever he feels threatened you realize like if people don't have something to believe in or to like worship or whatever like your foundation can crumble um, because people end up going against each other. So it just find it really fascinating. Like whether or not he believes, he just knows that there needs to be a higher power of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether or not the voice of Rao or Rao in general is like a, is a fake. Um, no, I, I gotta say it's, it's definitely real. It's, it's real to the, uh, the people who believe in it for sure. Um, um, but I, I kind of want to focus. Well, what I liked about how, what they showed us about Rao, Rao on this uh, episode was how it's used to control the people. Yeah, because yeah. there was there was a, a unrest in the uh, in the rankless, and they were like, "All right, we got to do the ceremony so people can like quiet down." And I thought it was very interesting yeah. because beforehand, like the the previous episode is all like the military is trying to, in a sense, not suppress the people, but like you know do something with the rankless, and then this is a, a more peaceful approach, but it's also like clouded in a way that you're still controlling the people That's, and it's and, well, it's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's it's this is a very con, like con uh, it, it's very constant with how Rao or the voice of Rao works just like how he dealt with uh, Seg and how he let him not have the this, uh, the insignia of Vex and gave him the uh, scientific uh, mm-hmm. guild insignia. No, I think that's really true, and I think it kind of parallels with the whole idea that we do get to kind of peel off the layers of Rao. Like, we mm-hmm. see his mask off, his robes off, and so it's like there is a man behind this. We don't mm-hmm. know what his... And so with this whole moving up Nova Day, trying to control the rankless when they really have nothing, they're living in so impoverished and Mm -hmm. in such unfair treatment that it's like, yeah, what is this man's motive? Because you do see he is a man, but I just, we still don't know who he is. Right. So, and then, so then at the Nova Day, this is where things really start picking up in this episode, in this plot line with Ona. She finds out her mom's not coming back. Mm -hmm. She has this kind of like, I guess it's the equivalent of like Catholic Christian cross, almost right. like, like the insignia. Um, yeah, yeah. Real quick, can I just touch on what you said? Like he has no <laughs> motives, and I think it's no. I don't know what his motives. Oh, are. like or we don't know what his motives are. But uh, well, personally, I think it it didn't really matter. Like he he's like spoiler, he's off. Like he's done. Like yeah. <laughs> then it doesn't matter who he was before. Like it 
it's just done. That's why he kept his like face revealed the whole time because it, it honestly didn't really matter who he was under there. Mm-hmm. It was more like the message and like the lore that he brought to the show is the reason why he existed. But now I feel like it's more like to hide Brainiac's actual plots now because with that helmet, no one's gonna know. Oh yeah, there's a Brainiac. Under yeah. There. Other than the fact that there was a huge, a lot of people watching this show thought that Voice of Rao could be Brainiac, like yeah. from the past and. But now we get that spoiler nope. alert that it's not now <laughs> nope. Brainiac is in him, which is like right. the biggest come up ever, which yeah. we'll get into later. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, Anthony. But what did you, so we see that Ono gives she, Ona gets to stand up, and I was freaked out. I thought they were going to kill her. <laughs> I yes. know that that's like, but that's my first feeling and reaction when I see this child go up, and there's like this ceremony. I'm like, oh God, they're going to sacrifice this little girl, and she's going to be happy about it because she loves yes. she loves Ralph so much, and I'm just like, oh no, please. Voice of Ralph's like, hold I, on, let's uh, let's uh, quiet down these rankless here. Let's murder this. Let's like, just murder, murder the little child. Rankless girl here. Don't know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, but they could all be like yes sacrificial yes you don't know exactly. that could be something that, like, that we a, don't know that's why i like how they hit on religion there's so and i hope that they hit on kind of how the rankless in that society ought take the religion because yeah. it so can get so creepy and manipulated under the wrong sort of power or voice well, of the religion again right. i think people just want something to believe in and when you have nothing like the rankless do you have absolutely nothing like what else do you have mm-hmm. in this life other than to worship something bigger than you are and the fact that Ona got to go up with Rao and gets a rank of sort it's just like oh my gosh that could be my child or oh my gosh like we can get better it yeah. gives hope it's and like, hope is a, the driving thing for people it's like she just became an angel and she just yeah. got like her halo well like, and it's such a power move on his part yes. because it's like Oh, like someone can come up like rags mm-hmm. to riches. Like I just blessed everyone. Keep yeah. believing in me and belief and hope will keep people going, mm-hmm. even if they never reach that. It just keeps you going. I love how we're like Rao didn't plan this, but like this can work. Yeah, he he was like just <laughs> giving it a people. gift. He's like, I'm just gonna pray for now. Oh. Wait, there's a little girl. Hold on, bring her. <laughs> this can work. <laughs> this can work. We, we can make this work. We found something. Work. Bring her. <laughs> the rankless will be on our side. Get her in a little dress. <laughs> we, I had, we got a dress. We got a dress back there for her. Yeah, we got we got tons of them. I love the lighting. Too, it was yeah. just so like she so literally so looked like a baby angel. <laughs> she was a cherub, the like sun just go. in Teletubbies. You know, yeah. <laughs> like she, I was like, oh my god, I really hope they don't do the whole handmaiden look, like with the mm. typing on her. Face. Oh, oh say, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, maybe you have typing. to earn those. Yeah, maybe mm. those like, are an interesting those, like, character as well, right? Yeah, because they seem to know the most about the voice of Rao than anyone and their scripture or whatever their like beliefs mm-hmm. are. And we see that the one with one of the handmaidens, I don't know exactly what they're called, when she gets called to talk to him, she looks. I can't tell what their feelings are about him. If it's fear, if it's like, oh no, we really do know him. He has a different side. I got more like management. Like, hey man, it's time to time, time to get your shit on. It's time to get your stuff on. And, uh, Put the head on. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I, I honestly. I didn't feel any fear from them. I didn't feel any like, yeah, no fear. Nor it, it was more like acquaintance. Like, hey dude, like come on, yeah. Okay. It was more like professional. Yeah. 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 I'm sure we'll see more of them now, especially in that their voice of Rao. Do they grow up within that? 
because it seems like it because of the way that Ono is taken in. They like are raised. Like up, every year they get a letter there, on like, their face. Or oh my gosh! <laughs> maybe so you never know. <laughs> that could be their cycles. That could be yeah. I agree. <laughs> it could be yeah. Well, and do you guys have anything more to say about that before we get into the? inception of Brainiac right. into Rao and kind of the new development on Val L's research on him. Did um, you guys ever get the feeling that Rao seems like he's afraid? Yeah. He seems like he knows something is going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is depicted also in the power moves that he does make. Like with not giving the right, right, right. the insignia and then taking in Ona. Like I feel like he's grappling at whatever bit of power he still has. Because I feel like if you are at that piece of place in power, you should know everything that's going on within your presence. And I feel like he actually knows that there is a coup going on. So he's like trying some way or another to keep power in mm-hmm. whatever way he can. But maybe that's just what I was perceiving no, from I him. Think like, I, okay. I mean, <laughs> sorry. Are you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. Just making sure. Um, I actually don't feel that he's afraid at all. Like, and you also, okay. and, all, and I don't think it matters anymore because he's not. Rao anymore? Like I mean, he's not the voice, obviously. But he's like the brain of Rao. Brainy. I don't, I don't think that Rao. he's necessarily <laughs> but, uh, afraid because of that. I think that they. It would be no surprise to me if Darren and Voice of Rao were totally did believe Val L science. They did right. believe that there was another person coming, but they're so into power and keeping order and all this other BS that they they kept that from them, but they know that there is something coming. Of course. So that's where I think the fear came from. And same with Black Zero. They're f- afraid of Black Zero. Why are they focusing so much effort on this? It's to detract attention from the fact of, like, actually knowing what science yeah. is really out okay, there. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. You know? I wasn't buying it until you said that. <laughs> now you like, buy no, it? Okay. You because are, it's, it's, I don't agree. Like, <laughs> okay, great. I'm not looking at that. I love that. Until yes. that point, I was about to say, like, no. But, but like, they, right, yeah, they know. That's a good point, yeah. I personally did not not feel any like fear from Rao. I know he was getting a little ants- antsy about something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's um, what I was feeling. Yeah, but. I know. I mean, like any terrorist group that's after you, like, per- like he's he's been attacked like personally, like with the bomb. So like I could see why he's afraid of like this terrorist group. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're gonna get me. Right. <laughs> so, so let's get them first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not afraid. Just get them first, <laughs> Just please. Get somebody. Also, please. one quick thing that I do not want to gl- glance over. So last week, right, it was tease at the end of the episode. Darren was gonna get. I don't know, chewed out by the voice of Rao, right? Or not? I guess not, because it didn't happen this episode. No, it kind of did, though. What happened? He did say, like, <laughs> someone from a, pe- a place of power within the higher ranks needs to that pay the sacrificial... That's Yeah, okay, he said That's that, but he... that wasn't, like, directed towards Darren at all. It was more just, like... I thought it was directed towards Darren, and Darren was like, uh-uh, I'm not being the person, let well, me go he find gave, somebody else. He gave, else. like, a gulp, and then he, like, sweat a bit, and then he's like, okay... Well, yeah, he found <laughs> someone else to die instead. No, he didn't find... Rao told him to go get uh, Lida. He never said Lida's name in particular. He but said someone implied. needs... It could have been implied that Darren was the one that needed to no, fall. No, because then we would have seen Rao call out Darren, and then, but no, apparently not. So. Oh, I thought it was implied that was he like was a, meeting Darren or someone. He's like, well, someone needs to pay. Either way, besides the point, my point is that this show teased that Darren was going to get something, and he got nothing. Oh. Well, he oh. was going to get in trouble, and he didn't get in trouble. And I was just like, what? <laughs> 
He's <laughs> angry about it. Yeah, that was a whole like one of the biggest uh, plot well, points of like for the was... last episode was just like, ooh, daddy, like you're gonna get in trouble with the big man. What are you gonna do? Oh like, my gosh. Yeah, like that's and it was like, oh man, I don't know. And on he, this episode, it's like, oh, I guess nothing happens to him. Well, I, was just, just, I, was, I just, I'm, I'm a little annoyed it didn't pay it off. That's about it. Ah, uh, that's why. I want to see him get something instead of like. I think he'll get nice his little- due <laughs> closer to the end, though. Mm. Well, I do have good news for you guys. Something that is positive. Um, do you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Let me keep, keep listening. <laughs> I knew you would. For those who do, have we got the podcast for you and you, Anthony. You need this right now. Oh, how do you know? (laughs) Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Every Friday, you guys. Boom. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. Lord knows we all need that. True. From health and wellness to career relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free, you guys. Make sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know it was the Krypton panel who sent you. I know you guys are into comics (laughs) and Krypton (laughs) podcasts. That was really good. We weren't secret (laughs) to it, so it worked. (laughs) But you guys will love this podcast. We love it. Yeah, it's really good. Right on. <laughs> I so, love it. Back to Krypton. Um, this kind of leads to Brainiac's, uh, the thing, the little voice of Rao. It looks like a, yeah, shrine or like a cross or like yeah. an insignia or action figure or something. something. <laughs> That's um, possessed. And yes. we find that out when voice of Rao has it and it basically does the same thing that did to Ona's mother. Yeah. So um, did you guys think that I was not expecting that I was not at all. At all. Um, sorry, I was reading light chat. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I kind of knew <laughs> that the, that Brainiac's like organic parasite or whatever infection right. would be somewhere else because Val L told us that she was dying and then she it has die. to go somewhere so else. So it does yeah. have to go somewhere, which is why I was like, I said, going to find this out. I was freaking out, but I had no idea that that was going to happen. Yeah, there is yeah. no, there is no set. Uh, well, I believe there is no setup as to like, oh, by the way, it can take over inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I thought that was. Is spectacular, like the fact that it was planted there, and I think Ona did it. She specifically planted it there because why would her mother end up saying those as her last words? Oh, uh, uh, well, that was the that only is, lead up. That really? was the only okay. lead up of it. You know what I mean? That's and a- I didn't. I didn't expect that that was the reason why. I thought it was like, oh, don't let her go to Rao, or oh, don't let her do that. Yeah. I mean... That's a good point. I thought it could be that, like, she... It was either, A, that she knew that Voice of Rao was kind of, like, had this huge, like, bad side to it. Right. Or that, B, the last part of her, like, brain connection with Brainiac was saying, like, that's what I'm going to do is take over Voice of Rao, which places him in the best position moving forward... Of course. ...to literally have all the information uploaded that he could possibly need because Voice of Rao is the most powerful person in the planet. Yeah. So that was really crazy. Um, and then that kind of brings us to Val L, um, Adam Strange, and Seg. 
Adam is trying to get Seg on the same page, and then this is when he finds out that Lita was taken for treason, which we'll talk about that later. It's Lida. Lida, sorry. It's okay. That, it's Lida. <laughs> I love like that. a Lida. No, correct me. I got corrected too. Sorry. Correct me. I'm just talking too fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just bitter. <laughs> he really wanted Lita. But, so that takes us to this... I don't know what they are. It's a commander, and it's a group that follows him. They said that they're Black Zero associated, but they're not Black mm-hmm. Zero. So right. He kind of scoffed in his face when he associated him with Black Zero. That scene was it's disgusting like, huh. to huh. me. Excuse me. We're better. <laughs> we have this commander. I feel like all of a sudden he just went zero to a hundred, started torturing him. Didn't yeah. even ask him a question. Yeah. Do you guys think this is a smart way to go about business? I mean, I usually when I want answers out of someone, I stick <laughs> a take bug a up their nose. And see up their nose. <laughs> now you will listen I mean, to me. I liked, I like the, I like the method. I feel like it was uh, interesting. It does like uh, at first you think it's torture. I also got flashbacks to uh, the Matrix, the first Matrix. Have you guys ever seen that? Where like they stick a scent. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it was for to check if there were sentry. So. It was very interesting in the fact that these people know what's up, as in like, hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> we know about Brainiac, but we don't know how they know about Brainiac, which is a little annoying. Um, I want to call them like, they're, they do they're like know. mercenaries, though. But didn't they no, like have in, like, connection with like Val? Did they work in the same? Because the he even field? made the comment as well oh, yeah. to Seg <laughs> where he was like, are you going to be another like useless L? Right, or are you yeah, going to yeah, help? Right. So like. Good point. I, and honestly, it seems like this group, like Black Zero is not even an issue. I feel like once you see this group, you realize that Black Zero is like a non-issue, but that the bigger people in power are just focusing on yeah. it. I feel like this group of power is trying to like divert attention. They're like, big people, look at Black Zero, but we're actually controlling all of this over here. No, I agree. And I feel like it's a very smart play by the writers of the mm-hmm. show because it does have some comparisons to real life happenings when people are oppressed they often and like we see it in different sections like in the middle east right now or palestine iran iraq and yada yada where like you don't really know if it's a a group of people that were oppressed and are kind of like ruining it for the rest of people because they're extremists or if it's like the government put a bad name on them because they have this whole hoax like voice of rao has going on so i love that aspect of it yeah, I think they did a great job with all of this because there's so many different twists and turns, but they're also like fluidly connected and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. The way that it's like, I don't know, it's very latched within reality, mm-hmm. even though it's such a supernatural world, okay. which I like. I'm going to call and say that that's, a, our, that's our boy that was mentioned in the uh, last episode. Um, the, uh, I'm trying to, not Dax, what's his name? Jax. Jax Orr, I believe that's Jax Orr. Dax. The, uh, the, the guy who. The guy who interrogated him. The commander? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, can we just take a moment? Because I'm trying to break down what his plan was behind this. He is The whole point of them is to save Krypton and right. Kryptonians and Kandor. Right. But within one of his men disobeyed him or laid a hand on Seg when he didn't give him the order. And then he snapped his neck. Mm. And then he knocked out another girl for letting him get Seg being released. Which I got that. That makes a little right. more sense. No, uh- but just snapping someone's neck? Okay, the snap no, the snap neck is like the absurd one. The the one yeah. the one with the where he punches a chick was actually A little cause, more. It's cuz she had the thing in her. The the like the bug thing she in, was her, going in crazy. her mind, yeah. 
So oh. she just like straight knocked her out just for her own good. Okay, I thought she yeah. had gone <laughs> out and was running after him. Yeah, I was like, no, Whoa, she woke up alert. Yeah, the one, the one about the, the one where he snaps the neck though, that was absurd. I was just like, what, what? That was like yeah. that was a waste of zero people. to a hundred, like real quick. Also, like I, I hate. Zero I'm like I feel bad for everyone under your control now because like you're you're not a great person. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like no wonder you guys haven't moved forward. There's you something keep killing people. Could he, yeah, could he possibly just be like overly protective of? Seg and he's like, no one touches Seg. Mm. I mean, maybe because like, like he maybe because he knows how important he is. Maybe, well, Seg doesn't know his own importance. If that's the case, maybe he knows how important Seg is to like the overall scheme of things or something. Well, let's talk about Seg. Yeah. So, one thing I loved about this episode was the love involved. Yes! Um we are absolutely clear. When he punched a chick? No. Oh, we, sorry. <laughs> I didn't have questions of it, but now it's absolutely confirmed he loves absolutely. Lida. So much. Oh, of course, yeah. But he finally said it. Yes, oh, that's a big not deal. Worth fighting for if Lyda is, is not, not in it. Yeah. That was yeah, beautiful. That was like the most beautiful line I've ever heard. I want someone to say that about me. I know. And he let Nissa know, like, <laughs> look. <laughs> they will. Yeah. They will yes. say that about you. Yes. <laughs> he thought it was funny. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Huh? But anyway, I'm surprised they had <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so now we know that's kind of like a big part of his motives moving forward. Of course. Mm. And, okay, before we do get, I feel like that will lead us into Nissa and the whole, that whole section. Yeah. But do you guys have anything else about Seg's position Capture. right now? When he's captured? Well, I just want to talk about, like, I think it's, uh, I liked how cool it is how uh, it's now Seg uh, saving, trying to save Lita. I mean, Lida. Lida. <laughs> trying to save, save Lida. Because in the previous episodes, it's kind of like hit her coming through for him. And now it's like him trying to come through for her. Um, also, that whole interrogation scene was a little... Um, we'll get into that one. I don't know, it was a little in- confusing. Because, uh, like, I just didn't like how the commander, like, agreed to help Seg right away. I'm like, dude, you have this guy like strapped to a chair. He's in no like position to give you any proposition. Where you're like, okay, I'll help you. Yeah, it's like right. what? That is a really <laughs> interesting point. I'm glad you bring that up because it's like Seg did agree to helping him if he gets Lida out, but then and then just like takes his word for it. Like, okay, cool, he's gonna help me. I'm just gonna go break out this person out of like this heavily like military zone, like, a uh, prison. And but then, they're, like, like, they can do that. I know I mean, they, they can do that, Seg, but, but, like... My question is, once Seg agreed, if they are on the same terms, did he dip because he just got a sudden impulse? Is it because he actually didn't trust him the entire time? What do you think his motive was behind that Because he's a rankless, and he's a rat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he shouldn't be tested <laughs> by this commander guy. Like, are you kidding me? A, Seg's a slippery snake. He's, like, he's not gonna sit around and do nothing also he's our hero so he has to do something i mean but like it's just i, I don't know I, I got a little annoyed by that how the commander was just like okay we're gonna help you out and i just mean leave. if you were strapped <laughs> to a chair would you just sit there aimlessly like no you're gonna try and get out and i don't think he was ever gonna give over rom at all i think he was just using that as like his negotiation chip to be like well at least i can try and save lina mm. i don't think he was ever gonna save rom yeah and like give him give her over yeah now I- it's kind of pointless to give her over. Yeah, like, what happens but, now? Like, do they go save Lyda, and then he comes back, like, oh, he's well, gone. Well, now are they even going to save Lyda? Oh, what if they save Lyda, keep her hostage until Seg actually comes through? 
I feel like that sounds more well, probable. You guys, yeah. voice of Rao is not voice of Rao anymore, so I, I feel like they might not even... She might be released because things are about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ish there's no gonna order go down. happening now. Well, do you feel like the, coll- the collapse of... Uh... Candor is. is I think that like there's going to be a huge power struggle for who's on top because yeah. it's clearly not Voice of Rao anymore. Yeah, but it's not. Gonna, well, I think well, he's going to play it up. Yeah, I, was I say, think he's yeah. going to basically like. I mean, he has the mask. He's going to play the so, game. So Brainiac or whatever. Oh, the mask is going to end up putting that. the helmet on and play the part. Yeah, and use the power from within because didn't they say at the very beginning that like Brainiac knows how to like infiltrate he gets all the information yeah. about the people and becomes part of the people in order to cause their own demise so yeah it's that's like, why hitting voice of Rao is like the yeah, best person ever of course but I didn't think about because with in the other case you could see him right and it's obvious that he's possessed a body but with the mask and the robes that's perfect you can't see anything yeah he's like completely covered up but it's it's brainiac if you really think about all of it it was so ingenious the way that he plotted all of it like he found someone that has a daughter that's so obsessed with the leader of your country or your 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 world or like and then plots it into the mother and then gets it into the daughter in order to get like everyone's going to trust a child. So yeah. the best way to infiltrate anything. So just like, that was like the perfect plan around. If that was a plan. That if it was a plan. But if it was, that was like spot on. And on top yeah, of that. Yeah, that is actually a really great point. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> wow. know, to be able to do like, think that far in advance mm-hmm. to realize like the steps that you had to take in order to get. I mean, You're saying Brainiac plotted that entire plan. Yes. Yeah. And it's really smart on the writer's side because yeah. Brainiac's played by Blake Ritson. So now if he's voice of Rao just on like a time and money and like makeup level, that's yeah. so much easier to get him into the episodes without like the eight hour or whatever makeup it takes to get him in that Brainiac. True. But I love him in the Brainiac. It's so, so creepy. Cool. It was so cool. So and the cool. eyes thing. I wonder how yeah. big he is. How big Brainiac yeah. is in scale? I wonder. Because that world, that ship that he's on, or whatever that living organism is, is huge. <laughs> yes. Huge. <laughs> huge. Planet eater. Um, Planet eater. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into this. <laughs> what? The next topic, if you guys are listening on iTunes, please leave us a review, rate us five stars, ask oh, wait, us your questions. On. Also, well, hold on. Five no, stars. Keep going, keep five, going. five stars. Sorry. Subscribe to our podcast and you get updates on our new when our newest episodes drop. And if you're on YouTube, give us those thumbs there up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Subscribe to the Sci-Fi Fantasy channel at AfterBuzz and the Superhero channel. And we'll see you every week, and it's going to be greater every week, even though we don't have that much left. We have uh, six <sighs> six episodes. We're almost at halfway mark. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So that leads us to kind of our last section, which is a yeah. huge section in terms of moving forward in this whole series. We have Lyda, who's accused of treason. Yeah. And that beginning scene, let's just start from like the beginning of that plot side with House Vex and House Zod. Mm-hmm. Lyda's in, and I love that little speech she gave about, yes. yeah, like the pep speech she gave to them for accusing her yep. before oh, yeah. Darren <laughs> ruined it, like he ruins everything. That's Basically. pretty good. 
But that was so I before, I really <laughs> wait what before you before ruined everything before Darren came oh, in Darren. and ruined okay. everything. Oh, they even Deb. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love Light as a yeah. character. She's so like I feel like the perfect mixture of her mom and kind of like Seg almost, right. where she has like a really strong moral compass and mm-hmm. is wants to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but is kind of limited. But she also wants to be loyal to. Candor. Of course. So um, then Darren comes in and takes her because Voice of Rouse says someone of higher rank needs to be blamed, which I I thought it could have been her mom. Right. But so that kind of threw <clears throat> me for a loop where you guys, when he said that, who did you guys first jump to? Uh, Lida. I thought Lida. Yeah, Yeah, because I mean, it would make sense to go for the mother because she's higher up, but she didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So you have to find someone that was at fault. Yeah. Yeah. In order to do it. And then at the, and if it was her mother, like that work against them because uh, the mother's she needs the alliance. Like yeah, like the mother's pretty much like on their side. Like she's too much of a like military person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say something else, but yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. but yeah, it was cool. I liked. Uh, I didn't get that in the last episode. How I was like, yeah, I, I I arrested her so I wouldn't start this riot, and I was just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it kind of plays was... into like what I was saying too. Like you have to have the trust and see where yeah. like power is exuded. So if someone like kills this person, they're gonna revolt. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I didn't get that the, uh, in the last episode. Like I get why she did it and everything. Right. Oh, like personally because she got like that great moral compass. But I didn't realize, like, it, it suppressed uh, soon-to-be riot, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the, that was remind, it reminded me back to, if you guys ever seen Do the Right Thing, uh, yeah. the film. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I even bring up Rest of Princess? <laughs> that kind of brings us to House Vex, and we kind of, this, we'll talk about Jaina and Nissa because I feel like them two as characters have the most development yes. as really seeing kind of what their underlying motives are, who they are as people, and kind of like what they're what they got in this life and what they're gonna plan on taking out of it. Mm-hmm. So Nissa kind of she finds out what she already knew that Seg loves Lyda. And she, I know she's jealous. I know she's a little bit jealous. Of course. But she knows she's got him. Like she said to Lida, I got the baby coming. So, (laughs) move aside. But I was, I was surprised. Now that I know, I know the House Vex, their motive is to take over rule. But I was surprised that she does actually, she listened to Lida. She does actually agree with Lida. And she was really mad at her dad Mm -hmm. for doing this just because Voice of Rouse said so. What I worry about Nyssa is that she gives me this um, Ivanka Trump vibes. (laughs) Wait, real real quick. Hold on. You said, so you said that she was mad because... (laughs) Because... (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be quiet. Get it up. I'll let you. I'm you want to know done. why? Because she is like Ivanka Trump, and Darren is like Trump. Because when they were like running for power, you were like, okay, like worst comes to worst. If this happens, Nissa will at least Ivanka being will at least be like the nice one to like oh like debate at right. least. But I worry that in the if they actually do gain power, she's gonna just like succumb to it just like Ivanka has. (laughs) I feel like she'd overthrow her father. Um, Cersei Real quick I just want to go back uh, backtrack a bit. You uh, you just mentioned that uh, like you liked how she was mad about um, or like it's it's a point to make that she was mad about Nyssa being 
um, the one held response. I mean, sorry, it was uh, Lida. Lida being the one held responsible. Yeah, like yeah. she d- she doesn't understand why her dad literally has no backbone. I assume like she's yeah. like you're just doing this because like I actually because in the beginning, if you saw, she actually thought that Lida was. Mm-hmm. Um, guilty of it. But why, why, why do you think uh, Nissa's mad at her dad for? She, I mean, she's always going to be loyal to her dad, but she was upset that he did that without, like, proof, with knowing that he's setting her up. Uh-huh. I, I think as much as we, like, have qualms about Nissa, I think that her and Lyda are similar in the regards that they both do have strong moral compasses. No, here's the thing. I do, <laughs> I do. I'm, no, 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 here's the thing. I, I'm going to, like, I, I'm going to argue against that Nissa is still... This is all part of like this is her plan. This is a no. This is a wrench in her plan because they needed Lida to not be, uh, in like you know be held uh, accountable for anything. Like they, they need Lida to not to be in power and not uh, be once she's in power to not have that power taken away from her. So she's not mad about her being in, in jail or but anything. But why? Because she's not she's not mad about uh, Lida being in jail with no proof or anything. She's mad because she's in jail because that ruins her plan to take over. No, the, yeah, the I think around. it's part. It's partly that, but it, and you're right. It is partly the fact that House Vex has made clear that their plan this for I don't know how long has been to overtake Voice of Rao and right. become the main people in charge. So yeah, they need House Zod, like they said, as allies because Jaina and Lyda are very powerful. But I do think that she does have more of a moral compass, and that's clearer than Darren. Well, because the thing is, I is like agree. she does, she doesn't, <laughs> I don't agree she doesn't need Lyda. She um. doesn't. Because her mother, regardless, like if Nissa wouldn't have gotten involved and like convinced the mother to like come to their side or whatever, her mother is so loyal to the 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 house that she was going to let her daughter like die if she had to. So they don't really need Lida within their plan as long as they, they still need, have the mother. They possibly need Lida because once they start to overthrow, the mother will go up against them and be like, you are treasonous. And then they don't want to have that. I think the only reason why she wants to keep Lida too is because she wants to keep Seg under control. And the fact that he said that he's in love with her, like he would not cooperate with them at all if they killed his love. Yeah. yeah that's possible. She needs Seg and she needs Jaina and I do think that she needs Lyda. Mm-hmm. I think she needs all of them but I know that would brings me to connecting her and Jaina's conversation and yeah. that was a cool scene because I think both of those women are such good actresses, actors and they were so like powerful and they they Jaina is more of, like, she stands for what, like, she's been given, like, her role in society. Right. And I feel like um, Nissa is kind of, like, trying to social climb with her father. Yeah. But it was really interesting to see the plays off that and the way she's trying to manipulate Jaina. And at first, she's like, no, there's always a catch with House Vex. Like, that's my problem with you guys. Right. But now she's like, I do, like... Without Lida, what's the point? I do think that she's starting to realize that. Do you guys yeah. think that she's going to come around and... Who? Um, Jaina. Yes. Um, well, because they called her reluct- daughter a traitor. Reluctantly, she'll, she'll probably come around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she realizes, like, that her house is not a traitor and that her daughter's not a traitor. She knows that. So, like, when someone calls your daughter that, it's like flipping a switch. It's like, hold up. Wait a second. But, again, it's... Especially I, for their family. Yeah. What they represent. Of course. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's going to stand up for their house. And they're going to stand up for their name and for their relationship and their place in society. So, 
she's going to do whatever needs possible to keep her daughter alive, too. Mm-hmm. So I think she'll go to their side at least for a little bit. Yeah, but it'll be really interesting to see how that plays off. We'll get into that, into predictions. But before that, we'll do a Anthony's special character corner segment. And then after that, news and hot topics um, and then the predictions. Okay. So So you want to give us your character corner? Yeah, sure. Oh, I like that. Character (laughs) corner. That's from Jeff, one of our engineers. (laughs) Character corner, uh, both with both Ks. Never mind. Um... (laughs) I'm sorry. Next week it'll be both C's. Both C's, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I didn't really do it. Um, I couldn't do one last week because we had the guests. So I wanted to go back and revisit Jax Orr, who I believe was the uh, the commander who kidnapped uh, Seg. But Ivan in the chat actually said that uh, Jax Orr will be a female uh, on this show so instead Ooh. of a instead of male which is uh, that's cool goes against all the canon but uh for this <laughs> character corner she uh, he's gonna be a he um so <laughs> first appearance it was actually in action comics number 289 back in october 1961 created by otto binder and george pep and origins he's a kryptonian and he's part of the uh, uh science guild also, I read somewhere it's also the Thinker Guild, so they might be the same. I'm not sure. Go ahead and correct me in the chat. I know you will. Um, abilities, powers. So pretty much when he's under operating under the yellow sun, he gets like the exact same powers as uh, uh, pretty much Superman. Um, so yeah, superhuman abilities, similar to Superman. Uh, enhanced strength, speed, stamina, and vulnerability, fight, and vision-based powers. Um, in some canons of the comics uh so yeah he's part of the kryptonian science guild and he worked alongside jor l that's why i thought that the commander was um Ah, because he mentioned that like i know i know your grandfather and everything so they could have worked together and when things were going down like you know i'm sure jor l wasn't the only one working alone like he could have been not working alone so he could have been with like um jack sewer but who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait. Um, so he gained notoriety when he developed a Kryptonian nuclear warhead and set his sights on shooting it at a meteor out in space. But his plan failed thanks to Jor-El, Superman's dad, because uh, he was in a spaceship and he knocked the missile's trajectory off of its course and it went straight into the moon of Weghor, where destroying over 500 colonists on that moon. But I I, I, I want to pose the question, who's the real murderer here? I, mean, <laughs> I, I haven't read into the story, but Jor-El, you know, you should have just let that missile hit that meteor. But <laughs> apparently... But apparently uh, meteor, just kill them all. Yeah, so they, bl- they blame Jax for that. And he becomes the first criminal in Kryptonian history to be locked within the Phantom Zone. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. And also there's a little bit on, on him on the uh, DCEU in uh, Man of Steel. Um, he's portrayed on that picture. He's portrayed by Mackenzie Gray. And so he joined General Zod's The Sword of Rao to overthrow mm. the Law Council and and was captured, tried for treason, and thrown into the Phantom Zone. So similar, he didn't blow up like a whole colonist, but he tried to overdo a coup. A coup. Um, part of the, uh, in the in the movies they call him part of the Thinker Guild. And I was just like... And he, another note, too, which I thought was cool. Um, he's the only one... That's not part of the warrior slash military guild in the Sword of Rao when he's rolling with, um, rolling with uh, Zod, which I thought was, I was like, oh, he's like the, the smart ones of the, of the group, <laughs> I guess. They're all brawn. Oh, they're all like super smart, but yeah. he looks smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some uh, of his abilities in the DCEU, uh, we'll see, he's a thinker guild, so he's a foremost scientist on par with Jor-El, just as smart as Jor-El, like similar to that. 
He it was actually under Jack's orders instructions that Zod was able to retrofit the Phantom Zone projector into a Phantom Drive, and they used it um, to search for more Kryptonian survivors. So they made it into like a, some sort of like traveling vessel, and um, uh, he also had an appearance on Smallville. If you look at that picture, he was in he, and instead his name was Dax Orr because he wasn't a villain in Smallville. He was ah. more like a he was more like a homie. Um, <laughs> What's that? And he was play, he was played by Mark uh, McClure, and Mark McClure actually played uh, Jimmy Olsen in four Superman movies as well as uh, the Supergirl movie in 1984. That's so cool. That was a fun fact. Cool. And uh, in the in the show Smallville, he's actually responsible for coming up the supercomputer that would eventually be Brainiac. That's finished by Jor El afterwards. So I was like, oh. the, so he's been seen in like different types of uh, like canon within oh, yeah. DC. Um, so those are just like three I, I decided to choose from and just talk about. Thank you. That's I so didn't cool. know most of that. I um, learn so much every time you come on. I know. Oh, thank you. Davey Elmer for, in the chat actually said <laughs> they already cast Hannah Wadding, Waddingham as Jax Ur, and then uh, Xavier Jones Jr. said she's from Game of Thrones and 12 Monkeys. Oh, cool. So that would be cool. Um, that is cool to see all the different versions, yeah. and then it'll be female. Yeah. I love that I it's love female. That. Yeah, I love what that show's doing with that. And then from there, do you want to tell us the exciting news that we After Buzz TV News. That was great. News? Okay. <laughs> I was like, are we doing it? Uh, yeah. Um, so, real quick. I have a little bit of news for you. Um, so, they, uh, Krypton has their own like web series called Decrypting Krypton. <laughs> Go That's so cool. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Decrypting Krypton. What, you got a better name? I uh, get it. Okay. No, we love it. Um, Matt, so the host, Matt Hiscox, uh, interviewed artist Bobby Q and also uh, Sean Sippos, and who plays Adam Strange. And so Sean talks about how Adam's the only human, like some of the talking points, you guys can go find it on uh, online and stuff. It's a short little video. But some of the things he talked about, some quick highlights, um, how Adam's the only human on the show. And how he he has like a struggle where which is pretty much if he's good enough to be what he wants to be, which I believe that he wants to be a superhero, and not only like Adam himself, but he, um or like the well actually it's more Sean Sippos himself wants to be a superhero, mm. um but Adam himself is like has an internal struggle, um and so he also talks about Adam's uh, connection with Superman, um how he's the eyes and ears of the audience, and also how. They touch a little bit upon, upon, like, he actually asked, Sean asked the showwriters if he's ever going to don the uh, Adam Strange signature red and white costume. And he has, like, a, like, a sort of, like, a, I guess, like, a helmet thing that has, like, a fin on it. Oh, yeah, so so cool. It's very, it's very hard to miss, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so check that out. Check all that out online. Um, You can find that. Just type in uh, Decrypting Krypton. I believe it was episode four or three. The most recent one, really. Um, But, yeah, that's all I got for news. Unless I want to. Okay. Well, our biggest Uh, news is happening this week. Bigger news. Bigger (laughs) news. So, we're. All right. Yeah, we're having a very uh, strange guest on Wednesday, actually. It's going to be Wednesday at 2, I believe. Yeah. So, instead (laughs) of our normal tape time Sunday, we will be doing this Wednesday. It's going to be. It's it's, going to be like a. Separate entity. It's going to be a separate entity. It's like. It is part of the Krypton after show, but we're not going to talk about too much of the after show. It's going to be an interview, but. uh, interview focused sh- uh, episode for you guys, but we're interviewing uh, Adam Strange himself. Uh, Sean Sippos is gonna <laughs> come 
come through. Yep. Pretty excited. I can't believe I'm missing it. I know. I'm Candace, like so we'll upset. missing it, you guys. We are so excited. So, yeah. That's why he said we have a very strange guest. <laughs> um, so then we'll be breaking it down with him um, Wednesday, and then Sunday we'll be breaking down the episode, episode again. On so the make same sure time, yeah. that you guys um, leave us in the comments, not the chat, because those are deleted. Or oh, yeah, tweet any us questions. anything, questions you yeah. want us to talk, questions. ask anything like that. Yeah, and I and I just bought a little like surprise uh, present for uh, for him to uh, do a little something with. Yeah, hopefully we'll have games, maybe a couple giveaways, maybe. So it'll be a really exciting episode, you guys. We cannot wait to have him on. So make mm-hmm. sure you ask, uh, let us know what you want us to ask him or yeah, that'd um, be great. tell him anything. Yeah. And go subscribe so that you know and you get the alert that it's actually happening. Yeah, if, yes. you, if you leave a comment, we'll shout, we'll shout out your uh, YouTube name on there. Yeah, like, This person asked this. Uh, Speaking so, yeah, of YouTubers. A fun little thing few shout outs for you guys in the chat we love when you guys are here we're gonna definitely try to be more active in the chat with oh, you guys man, so many ivan soto right? ali big uh, davy elmer um jacob with an i think it's J- might be jacob spelled Jacob's. very uniquely albers um and that's just a few to name but you guys are so awesome we really love having you guys here Keep being active with us and ask us what you want. If there's something you guys want us to cover, if we're wrong about anything, we love to talk to you guys. Yep. Um, and before we wrap up the show, should we get into some predictions? Whoa. Oh, sorry, I just, <laughs> what? I just read something else. I was like, oh, wow. What? Um, so it says, episode five has been teased by the cast and twist. By the way, this is from Ivan. Um, Before the, we get into predictions, Anthony's decided there's a sudden announcement. No, this is going to predictions. Like, what if uh, uh, Colin Salmon Salmon is Lyda's dad? Uh, as in the, the commander that kidnapped Seg is Lyda's dad. Oh, well, that can be <laughs> your know. prediction. Huh? Is that part of your prediction? I just think that's something to <laughs> let ruminate for yeah, sure. Yeah, let, 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 let that soak let in. That's a thought. <laughs> we'll see. I thought I was like really cool. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't the inception of children there is a little bit different <laughs> yeah, than anything else. Yeah, I don't want to make so the assumption yet. It's a little bit different, but <laughs> that's a good idea. But Maybe I just, I'm not ready to commit. <laughs> is the issue she's commitment issues <laughs> I have commitment issues I'm not trying to baby someone off to a daddy that he might not want to be the father of okay you guys oh my god <laughs> that was great oh my god well wait um do what you are your predictions? Okay, I'll start you it go, off. You go. My predictions. It's it's Sorry. yeah. My predictions <laughs> of this show are not very. I feel like the first season just of same, any show, same. I just don't understand. Just same. Okay, Anthony, thank you so much. <laughs> um, okay, I think Lida will be released, and um, that will be the joining of House Vex and House Zod by yeah. force, not by choice. And then I think that Seg. When he finds out kind of what happened when he gets back, it's I feel like something he's going to have one more challenge to kind of overcome. And then I think that leadership role that we want in SEG will come. Yeah. That's my main points. OK, my main prediction. How do you think the, uh, the the mysterious commander fits into um, the uh, world? No, fits into how you said uh, the Zods and the Vex will combine because you said the Vex are going to oh, yeah. get Lyda out. But, like, if these guys are on their way to get them out, it's going to be, like, it's going to come out ahead. No, I think that's exactly, like, that's a really good point, and that's exactly why I think the show introduced that group 
this episode because next episode there's going to be a collide of the different houses and then different organizations and then kind of a a bring about of yo you guys we this we are not the only planet newsflash we're screwed buckle up well going off of all of that i feel like what's going to happen is now that you know seg wasn't cooperating he escaped that group of power are still going to get Lida out but hold her hostage mm. and use her as a manipulation tool in order to figure all this out. And I think going off of that with the houses combining, I think adding the Brainiac factor into the fact that he is now the, you know, face of Rao or the voice of Rao, I think that it's going to take an episode or two, but these two houses are going to not only realize, like, they're coming together to th- overthrow him for one purpose, but now they're really going to try and overthrow him because they're going to realize something's different about him. He's going to do something that's completely different than what the norm is, mm-hmm. and then they're going to have to like basically go into all-out war mm. to overthrow. Ooh, I like the spice! <laughs> Anthony! I got it up the ante! <laughs> I only brought salt in the, in the spice. <laughs> salt and pepper here. No, but okay. you have the character corner. That was very spicy. Corner. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I got the jalapeno pepper. reminded of my work on this show. <laughs> you got sure. salt and pepper. Now, I got jalapeno um, pepper. I wanted, I wanted, I'm very curious about that commander, dude. This mysterious faction, like the mercenaries. I want to see how they play into it. Um, I want to see uh, how Seg gets back into the uh, like he's uh, he's like practically stranded, bleeding, bruised. Like, did he cut his finger off that bit? Uh, no, he got like stabbed at one point. No, but his finger he, was dripping. No, they yeah, zoomed he got, in on he his got finger. stabbed on like his left side, so it could have been dripping all the way down. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. okay. Back. Yeah, when he's, he, like, when he's he, like not doing too hot. When no. he punched that woman in the face, um. <laughs> It's great. I just love great fucking. way to summarize that scene. <laughs> that whole bit. That's all you got out of it. That's you how punch rumors start. Face. That's how rumors Is it not start. fact? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I really want to see what happens there. I want to see. Um, is there more sentries going around? Like, is it? Is the she just? Is like Ona? Like, have more like things that she touched along the way like, that just like inf- she infected. It's so creepy like, when, is like, there, the little baby. girl is the vehicle. Yes. <laughs> like, There's there, a lot of shows that do that, though, which is really creepy very. that they do that. Uh, no. No. <laughs> yep. So is that your... Oh, yeah, I want to see if there's more sentries out there. Like, is there going to be, like, slowly a Brainiac army that's just going to start amassing, mm. like, out of nowhere? Because everyone wears masks, so, like, you could, like, True. Pull, hide it really easily. Yeah. Creepy. We do know that next episode, episode five, uh, it will be called House of Zod. So we're for sure going to be getting way more Zod action, which is what I think all of us unanimously think. But we are going to wrap things up, you guys. So next Sunday, we will be covering House of Zod. This Wednesday, do not forget, we will be... Um, in the studio with Adam Strange. So remember to ask us the question, tell us the questions or things you want us to let him know. Um, I'm Steph Sabra. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Steph Sabra. Anthony. Uh, I'm Anthony. <laughs> and he forgot his name. Uh, I'm Superman. I'm Anthony Becerra, everybody. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore. Again, Tony B. Tony underscore. Super Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm Candace Cruz. Um, and you can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. Okay, that's yep. it, guys. We'll see all you right. next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Bye. We're going on a cruise. <laughs> We're going on a cruise with Candace. We would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. I am Trent Sensen. Are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.